and welcome to the Flourishing Church Podcast. I am your host, Joy Jones, and we are so excited that you've decided to tune in today. We have an awesome podcast episode in store. We encourage you to share this and invite your family members and friends to tune in. If you are listening for the first time, welcome. We would love to connect with you. You can connect with us on our social media or email us at info at flourishing.church. To kick off Super Bowl Sunday, Pastor Israel Campbell and Coach Keith Belton have an inspiring message for us all. So let's get to it. It's been a minute, man. How are you doing? Amazing. Uh, Amazing. Thanks for coming down. Well, it's Super Bowl Sunday. That's right. And uh, we are preaching to Flourishing Church, talking about for the win. And, um, you know, I know you don't like to brag, but you played football at Syracuse University. That's right. You played in the NFL for the Bears, the Lions, and I believe the Broncos. There you go. And, uh, up, you know, two of those teams know what it means to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know if Detroit is ever going to know, but we're praying for them, okay? Right. Me too. Okay, good. But here we are in Houston where you, um, not only did you coach at USC, you've coached at UNLV, University of Washington, all over the place. Correct. But you now coach and train athletes that want to become professional, mm-hmm. and you also train athletes that are currently professional mm-hmm. and in their training right now for next year, yeah. training for season coming up because they want to be better. That's right. And it, so I guess uh, Flourishing Church, taking it from an expert, it doesn't just happen by osmosis. You <laughs> actually have to train for the win. That's right. That's right. I love what uh, Paul says to Timothy. He says, hey, training uh, for physical is good, but training for godliness is even better. And so you as a coach, what's the correlation between training physically and training spiritually? You got any insight on it for us? They say that repetition is the father of learning. Wow. So the more you do stuff, the better you get at it. Whether it's right or wrong. Okay. The more you do it, the better you get at it, <laughs> right? And, and so it goes hand in hand. So when here, when the guys come work out, they got a certain amount of reps that they have to do yep. in order to accomplish the lift. It may be 10 reps, it may be 20 reps, it may be 30 reps, but as much reps as you can get, the better you're going to get at that, whatever wow. that may be. And so it's the same thing in your spiritual life. It's your prayer life. It's your, Come it's on. your meditation. It's, it's what you take in. It's what you put out. It's the people that you hang around. So the good thing about here, we are in an environment that's conducive to winning. Come on. We're surrounded by winners yeah. all day long. So they always say the biggest indicator of success is your environment. Wow. So we set a really good environment that our guys want to be in here. They want to train here. They want to get their reps. And it's okay if you don't get the rep correctly because there's people around you that can hold you accountable and they lift you up to help you get that rep to spot you. So this is a great place to be. 
Come on, Flourishing Church, for the win. Come on, we don't just train in the physical, but we also train in the spiritual. Right. And that's what we're gonna do today. I don't wanna do any workouts with you. I worked out with you once at USC and I couldn't walk for two weeks. So I don't know about that, but maybe we should check out some real athletes right. and them working out. Come that's on, right. let's go. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> for two weeks. Okay, so um, coach, um, I know that you have told me, or I've heard it from you, that the opponent will always be bigger than you, That's right. stronger than you, yep. faster than you, yep. and so it has more to do with technique right. than it does with just uh, all those other things. Yeah, well technique is king. Okay. Technique is king. You have to master the technique. And when you get exhausted, when you get tired, they always say you have to revert back to what? Technique. Your technique. You always, you always go back to your fundamentals and okay. technique. So what Courtney is doing, so he's going to show you another set, what we call a split jerk. <laughs> okay, Courtney, right. come so, on now. Hey, he really going to do it right when his camera's on him now. <laughs> I may not have yeah, well, show, show me how he does it wrong. What, what's the wrong technique? What's the right technique? Well, we don't want to do the wrong technique because this bar is going over his head. <laughs> oh, so okay. we want to do the right technique. <laughs> For the win, the right technique. There you go. Good. Yep. So his hips are going to go back. And he's on the boom. Okay. Hips up, back, yep. and boom. Yep. So now he's in a straight line here. Okay. Okay. And his glutes are firing because what happens is he wanted to be in the straight line because the minute he's not in the straight line, this bar gets outside of his body, then you have all other issues that can happen. Okay. Okay. It's going to be all bad for him. When he comes back, he's going to step with his front foot first, his back foot. Then there it is. Good. Then he's going to put it back to the middle of his chest. And then he's going to explode again. So it's one rep at a time. Boom. One rep at a time. But in his mind, he knows the steps and everything that has to take place in order for him to do this right. Okay, so here you are for the win. You can do the, the you can be working out doing the wrong technique and actually injure yourself. Yep. You can actually then be practicing the wrong way and then not being able to um, perform when it comes to game time. That's right. And you know, for, uh, for the wind flourishing church, it's so important. The Bible actually says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against all principalities of darkness. It's actually, the Bible is saying that there is a, um, well, the, you win in the spirit, yep. or you win in the right, your technique, or um, as you said, your, how you practice it is vital. And if we're not practicing the right things, we will lose. If 100%. we're trying to win in the flesh, we'll lose. Game and over. as a Christ follower, our responsibility, our goal is come on, let's win this thing. Come on, for the win, make sure that we are doing everything right. So there's some things that we could be doing with our technique. How's our prayer life, like you said? How's our church, are we involved in church? Are we serving? Are we, um, are we building community? Are we in our flourishing group? There's so many different things that we can get our technique right. And if we get our technique right for the win, come on, that's what it's all about. 100%, 100%. Love it. Oh, what is this thing? Come on, come on for the win. Now, here we are. It is 
Super Bowl Sunday, yep. but it's the off season for almost everyone else. <laughs> it's the off season for future athletes that want to be in the Super Bowl. Yep. So you don't you don't actually like the day of the game. Okay, guys, let's work out. Let's get ready for this. Yeah. You're always working out yep. way before. That's right. That's right. Well, you know what? And that's a great analogy. They say the battle don't start until after you call yourself getting saved. Okay. Or after the baptism. Yeah. So after you get baptized, now it's wartime. Yeah. It's wartime now. So you have to train consistently against those day in and day out battles that we all have, right? Yeah. So, like we said before, that training is the environment you're putting yourself in. It is getting up in the morning and, and getting your routine with your scripture. So every single day you have to strengthen that muscle. Yeah. Because when you don't strengthen that muscle, that, mus that muscle atrophies and then it gets weaker and weaker and weaker. It's just like anything else, right? And so I think the problem with, with ourselves a lot of times, we rely too much on our feelings and emotions. Hello. Right? We do stuff. Tell them. We rely too much <laughs> on our feelings and emotions. Yeah. But we got to understand that commitment is not a feeling. It's not an emotion. So if you're going to live this life, it ain't because you feel like it. Yeah. It's because you've made a commitment to do so. Good. So whether you feel like it or not, nobody cares. Did you feel like working out this morning? Nope. Tell the truth. Absolutely no. Not. The Bible says in 1 Samuel that yeah. David's army got stronger day by day. Saul's army got weaker day by day. And it's almost like every day we have an opportunity. Don't try to get all the way up here instant. Yep. You just do it day by day. But the scripture is just as powerful that Saul's army grew weaker day by day. Meaning if I'm not putting in the effort when I don't feel like it, sorry you don't feel like it, <laughs> when I, when I, then I'm actually going back instead of going forward. And so right. we got to put in the work. That's Come on, right. if you're going to be everything that you're wanting to be, he's got to put in the work. And it's, it. there's no off season for you. So come on, we got to get this thing going, right? You get I, on this side. I'll get on this side. That's right. And, and you tell through. him what to do. That's right. Come He's on. Push it. Push. Push it real good. Yeah. Here we go. Come on. Faster. Whoa. Hey, come on. Faster. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You got more. You got more. Faster. Finish strong. <laughs> We're going to go all the way. There we go. Good. Good. You just keep on pushing. <laughs> hey, see, you see that? In the beginning, the load was heavy. Yeah. And he had to push hard. He had to push harder than he's ever had to push. But if you keep on pushing, what happens? You get to the end. You get to the end. You're going to feel that tomorrow. <laughs> now go work out. <laughs> Thank you. Now go work out. Coach, here we are, and um, I remember one thing that you told me is to make it to be a professional athlete, it's like one in a million. It's not just like everybody that plays uh, t-ball makes it pro baseball. Everyone that is picked up a uh, golf 
club has gone pro and everyone that is, uh, you know, played football. Cause you know, I, I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but like in fifth grade, yeah. oh my goodness, you I man. dominated. <laughs> let number one receiver in Cedar Valley Elementary School. I don't know if you know that or not, yeah, but okay. Course. Yeah, yeah, you heard about it. Yeah, you heard about a it. Lot. A lot. <laughs> one in a million yeah. make it to the pros. Now, obviously there are physical skill sets, things like that, that sometimes you're just like, hey, God gifted me with that. But how much has it to do with attitude? How much does it have to do with mindset of, come on, I'm gonna get in this? How, how much of it does, does that even play a case at all? I think it has everything to do with it. Everything. It has everything to do with it because this is the reality. Um, Everybody grows up playing football, basketball, baseball, or whatever. But it's the ones who can who can remain consistent, okay, and persistent throughout that whole process, and who can weather the storm. No matter what those storms may be, it could be home life stuff, it could be friends, it could be a lot of things that can come in a way that can then that can detour you from that ultimate destination where you want to go. Ultimately, those things are distractions. But at the time, you don't know they're distractions <laughs> because you're living through that. Yeah. But the people who make it. There's no doubt. There's no doubt that they're going to make it. They say it all the time. They say it all the time. Okay. They write it down. They tell other people they're going to do it. It's almost like Muhammad Ali. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. He told himself he was the greatest so much that he believed it. Wow. And then other people started to believe it. You yeah. see, and it's the same way we become a professional athlete. It's the same thing. Every single day, you have to believe that and you have to live that because once you say something words are powerful once you say something now everybody's watching you wow so if i grow up saying i'm gonna be a professional athlete now everybody say okay so is that what a professional athlete looks like so i got to show you every day exactly it's exactly what it looks like so in my in my stance like i wasn't even the best football player on my high school team wow but i was the most disciplined wow and i had the best environment and that environment flourished me but my attitude and my dedication and my mindset was like, you may run faster than me, you may even be stronger than me, but you are, you're not willing to do what I'm willing to do to get there. Wow. And so those I are the people that. who make it. I love that. You know, the Bible says, you were saying, it's one in a million that make it professionally. Yep. You know, the Bible has a story of that there were two people, Joshua and Caleb, and they actually, uh, theologians say that there was over two million Israelites at the time. So they were one in a million yep. that came back with a good report. They said, come on, what, um, when they saw the promised land, they said, let's go, let's possess it. And then the other two million people said, it's too difficult, yeah. it's too hard, yeah. we can never do it, yeah. we'll never do it. And it's two of those yeah. actually possessed what God had for them and yeah. the other ones quit. And you're saying, athlete, one in a million, it's all about attitude. I'm saying as a Christian, as a Christ follower, it's all about attitude. It's all about, come on, no, let's be people of faith. Let's be people that say, we're gonna get through this pandemic. Come on, our marriage is gonna make it. Our kids are gonna make it. We're gonna get through this. And if we have that kind of mentality, come on, we'll possess. Yeah. But if it's a mentality, I could never be a professional. I could never make it, then we'll never get there. That's right, you gotta get the people off. There's two things that can happen. If they're in your immediate circle and they have that type of attitude, but it's on us at that point to bring them in and one, show them the word, Good. and then encourage them 
and not necessarily motivate them, but empower them with the word and how to do it. Right, because everybody's gonna have some in those days, but those days can't last because everybody has those days. Like everybody has You had those days? Off. Of course. You had those days. For sure. Okay. No, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you, I never had well I've had those thoughts, but I never <laughs> had those days. Come on. I've had those thoughts, I never had those days because you can't let a 10 second uh, situation ruin you for a whole another 23 hours and, and, and 50 seconds. Wow. Right? So you can have those th thoughts and you can have those instances, but they can't dominate your day. Whatever happened, it's done, it's done. You have to move on. And as you know, as, as a leader of people, you can't afford to have a bad day. What does that look like? So a bad thought, yeah. but never a bad day. Have a bad day. Come on, everybody. How good is that for the win? You can have a bad thought, but don't allow it to become a bad day, which then becomes a bad week, that That's then right. becomes a bad month, that then becomes a bad year, mm -hmm. and then it's just a bad life. So, so I, I don't mean to cut you off, but you, you watched the game with uh, uh, the Packers and the Bucks. Yep. How many interceptions did Tom Brady throw? Three. He threw the interception. The he threw the interception, he took a deep breath, went to the sideline, talked to the receivers, came back out, and it was boom, 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 boom. What if he would have let that first interception sink his whole game? That's why he's the go to Hassel. He's not bigger than nobody. Yeah. He definitely ain't stronger than nobody, but he makes the right decisions at the right time. Come on. For <laughs> the win. He makes the right decisions at the right time. Well, here we are, coach. We're talking about for the win. And I love what the Bible says in the book of James that talks about that there is a resistance. There is, uh, he actually says, count it all joy when you have trials, when you have problems, when you have resistance, because it's those things that actually perfect our faith that helps us in the future. Now, this is called the rocket, what? It's the, the run rocket. The run rocket. <laughs> and the whole point is you're about to run, yeah. but there's resistance against it. And he does this, it'll actually help him for later right. go faster, be stronger, be quicker. And so as Christ followers, you think that there's a lot of adversity and there's difficulties. We don't just quit and give up. We actually know this thing's only going to make me stronger. That's right. So what do you got? You got anything? Is this, tell them what to do here. Yeah, so right now, Mr. Will here, Mr. Will Clark, he already, we have his resistance on 15. Okay. So which is pretty heavy, right? Okay. But he's really strong. Now in the beginning, it's going to be tough for him. But as he gets more and more reps, he'll get better at it and he'll be able to carry the load. Okay. So he's going to run from here, basically through that dot, which is 20 yards away. He's going to run all the way through it. Okay. So the first thing is his technique, because remember, it's heavy. So you got to have a good shin angle and you got to have a good lean. And when you pop out of there, you got to use your arms really hard. Okay. Keep everything in front of you. All right, so let's get set up. I'm gonna and show you I, how to get I'm set gonna, up. I, just so you know, I'm gonna run this with you, okay? <laughs> yeah, and you, you better ready? win. Yeah, you <laughs> Okay, good. Now, now you hear that left foot's here, that right hand, that left hand needs to be here, that right hand needs to be in your pocket. Here, here, okay? And when you take off, you gotta rip that right arm, okay? Ready and go! 
Hey, that's not fair. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, that looks good. Thank you. That looks good. So, Coach, here we are. We've talked about, for the win, so many different things, whether it was your attitude, whether it was the training, whether it is the resistance, or all the things that you have to do off-season. Yeah. And today, we are watching the Super Bowl, and there is going to be a winner. It's either going to be Tom Brady the GOAT, <laughs> or it's going to be future Hall of Fame GOAT, come on, with Mahomes but there will be a winner and there will be a loser. But the great thing as a Christ follower is the Bible says in uh, John chapter 16, Jesus says, I think it's verse 20, he says, um, I have overcome the world. I've already had the victory. So you and I, we already know who won. We, all, we already know who won. Who won already. Come on, how good is that? That's awesome. I, I love it. Well, I want to thank you for letting us come out hang out with you. We uh, miss that you're now in Houston, but we're so <laughs> glad for our friendship and how much you've sowed into Flourishing Church. And uh, just today, letting us hang out with world-class athletes at a world-class training facility. Yeah. And uh, I think there were so many things that you said that tie into our spiritual life for the win. And so we just want to say to you at Flourishing Church today, come on, you're going to have the win. You're going to have some victory and it's already decided. It, you don't have to try to figure it out. It's already decided. And so we want to pray with you and for you. Maybe you have never, um, you know, maybe you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior. Maybe you're away from him, whatever it is. Is, it's pretty exciting that today we can pray with people for strength. We can pray for people for victory. We can even pray for those people that aren't. Coach, I'm going to put you on the spot, yeah. but can you pray for Flourishing Church right now? Those that are for the win, just pray for some victory. They already have it, yeah. but just pray that they would receive it and walk in it. And then I'll pray with some people for salvation. That's awesome. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this opportunity to come together for fellowship. Yeah. We, we pray for uh, Flourish Church. We pray for the, for the leadership. We pray for the Everyone there, Lord God, is sitting down in those seats. We ask you to continue to be with their hearts and their minds. Yeah. Lead them in every way possible. Be with their families. Lead them and guide them in everything they do. Give them the courage. Give them the strength. No, as a matter of fact, God, we thank you for the courage. We thank you for the strength. We thank you for what you've already done and what you're going to continue to do. We ask, we, we thank you for the win, ultimately for the win. We yeah. thank you for the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross for our sins for the win. So now we can walk in confidence knowing that the battle was already won. We just have to stay the course and continue to do our training, our daily training, get yeah. stronger every, every, every day with you, with the great attitude, with patience and endurance, and just knowing that you are the King and Lord of all. We just thank you, God. We thank you for all the things you've done, which you'll continue to do. We pray for you in the name of Jesus. We pray, amen. Amen. And if you've never made a decision for Christ, or maybe today you just say, hey, I've backslid, I've walked away, I've kind of been done my own thing, and it's Super Bowl Sunday, I want to rededicate my life, recommit my life, get back on track. Hey, it's really very simple. It's not a big religious routine. It's not, you have to do all these other things. It's really, coach, it's just a simple prayer. It's a prayer of, I need you. It's a prayer of, I've sinned, I've messed up. And it's a sin of, come on, would you get and come lead my life? So if that's you today, 
just go ahead right where you're at. You can close your eyes, you can bow your head. If you're watching on a tablet, you're watching at home, you're watching on YouTube, just right now, just take a moment to pray. Here we are, people working out, uh, creating new champions, and we're gonna say a simple prayer. And it just says it like this, just uh, say it after me. In fact, coach, maybe you can repeat what I say. Just say this, just say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you. Would you come into my heart? Would you come into my heart? Would you forgive me of my past? Would you forgive me of my past? And would you lead me into my future? Would you lead me to my future? From today on, today on, I'm serving you. I'm serving you. For the win. For the win. Amen. Amen. Come on, Flourishing Church. How good is that? Come on, big shout out to Coach and a big shout out. Thank you so much for listening to the Flourishing Church podcast. If you liked this episode, please make sure to share with your family members and friends. If you have any prayer requests, please submit them on our app and website so we can be praying with you and for you. For more information on Flourishing Church, please visit flourishing.church. Tune in next week for another amazing podcast episode. We hope you all have a blessed week.